0: This is Sylvanus Windrunner, War Chief of the Horde, and yes, Annalise. I agree, there should be more female tanks in the Nexus. The Dark Lady watches over you and the q for Fun Podcasts.
1: Welcome to q for Fun. She's ten thousand gold, so we've played Kira. We introduced the BNN, the Brightwing News Network, not the Battlenet News Network, that died a few weeks ago. And we start off a fun new segment this week. Rylight is eating inappropriately. You've already heard from the war cheese, and I'm still a stitches fan. Let's queue up. First of all, I would like to start the episode by thanking Roe from Rail Maintenance and the voice of Sylvanas, Patty Matson, who provided us unprompted with that uh, cold open that you heard, our endorsement from Sylvanas saying that yes, indeed, we do need more female tanks in the Nexus. Thank you so much. Ro has been a big supporter of ours and and mentioned us on Realm Maintenance before we even recorded. And so really, really just kind of floored that he did that. Um, He had an interview I
0: am shocked.
1: Yeah. He had an interview with Patty Matson for his seven-year anniversary of Realm Maintenance, which, if you haven't gone and listened to, you can find it at realm realm-maintenance dot com, and you should definitely go listen to it because our war chief's voice, Patty Matson, is a fantastic interview. And Patty Matson, if you're listening, we wouldn't mind talking to you. We're a I know, much smaller. Right? We're a so much smaller I, audience.
0: I do need to go and listen. To the Realm Maintenance podcast. But I have a question. When they're interviewing her, does she do the voice as well?
1: Ro actually has the ability to make the voice happen. Oh, wow. So, yeah, he's got a whole big old technical setup. Now, remember, Ro does not one, not two, but three uh, Blizzard franchise podcasts. One on Warcraft, one on Hearthstone, and then Realm Maintenance, which covers other Blizzard podcasts. And a little inside secret, Ro had actually messaged me on Twitter to ask questions of Patty Mattson. Sadly, only one of my questions gets used. So just for, you know, fun, really quickly, these are the questions that didn't get used. Um, What does it take to get in the character of the glorious war chief who shall lead us all in this life or the next? That question did not get used. (laughs) When you are recording lines and a director asks for a retake, do you ever turn to them and threaten them in the voice of the glorious war chief? These were the two joke questions I had asked. The question that did get asked was, "How much do you physically act when you're doing voiceover? How much do you move, gesture, etc." And the three serious questions that didn't, that didn't get asked were: Who were you originally drawing on for Sylvanas's voice? What were the inspirations? What was your favorite? What is your favorite role to date aside from this one, obviously? What is your dream role, not just in voice acting, but what is the role you want to play most someday? And those were the questions that after Roe had, had you know, asked me, asked questions that I had asked. And if Patty Matson is listening, we'd love answers to those questions in the those voice are- of Sylvanas.
0: Oh, yeah. Those are some good questions.
1: Yeah. So Kira is out, and, and we've been playing her a little bit. I've played her three times in AI and once in a quick match with you.
0: Yeah, she came down to 10K, so we both bought her. Yep,
1: yeah, because we don't buy them. Now, one thing about Kira coming down to 10K, her bundle, her skin bundle disappeared. Yeah. I'm very, very suspicious of you, Blizzard. I'm very suspicious right now.
0: H- have they done that in the past? I'm not recalling.
1: I don't think so. Um, But then again, I didn't buy the skin bundles for Anduin because anduin's new skins were terrible please go back into our catalog and look at anduin skins and stranger things as an episode that we did where we suggested anduin could have had much better skins
0: that was a good episode you came up with some good ideas for him
1: australian school boy anduin it's not yes too late. it's not too late
0: very specific
1: <laughs> look If anyone who's been an ACDC fan for their entire life knows what the Australian schoolboy outfit looks like, and Anduin would be awesome rocking it, particularly if they gave him ACDC hair.
0: I'll trust you on that. I'm just saying
1: he could have, he could have great interactions with ETC.
0: Okay. I'm going to bring you back on tap. Kira. So how did it feel to play with her?
1: I think Kira feels really smooth. She, the, Her her kit makes a lot of sense. There's a really fun uh, high dot build that makes her do sustained damage so she's not just a finisher. She got, she's got a good wave clear. I think her ultimates are a bit underwhelming, but I think that's okay because the rest of her kit is so good. I mean, basically her E should be her ultimate.
0: Now, I think that you and I had a different experience and one you actually researched her and found a good build suggestion and understand how to play her. I was just like, I'm going to wing it. I'm just going to dive in. Ah, this talent looks good. I'll try this out. Yeah. And, and, and now my, experience was like the complete opposite of yours. I felt like her wave clear was bad. I felt like um, she could just be a finisher to go in there and clean up. But like, if you stay too long, you could get blown up. Um, I felt like I couldn't get camps. Um, So maybe if I didn't just try to wing it, I would have had a Better, more positive experience.
1: Well, there are two things about her wave clear, and it's all about when you hit the queue If you get the queue when the minions are walking in that line of all seven of them, yes, yeah, you nail all seven of them. If you don't do that, you have to move the sides and try and lance between three and five minions at a time, depending on your angles.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I I do understand that, but like, you know, at level twenty. A lot of heroes or certain heroes can just blow up a wave, Mm -hmm. you know, in under two seconds. And even at level 20, I didn't feel like queuing them in a line. And maybe it was my build, my talents. I couldn't kill them.
1: I didn't see you play Kira. I kind of want to see you play Kira.
0: Because it's so bad. Okay, so... Normally, I never get anyone talk to me or say anything or, you know, I know generally where to go and what to do and how to play my heroes. And I was getting comments. They were like, this is your first time playing Kira, isn't it? And it's like, I want to type yes, but I don't want to like further inflame them. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, it, it was a pretty rough experience. So, that's why I'm like saying, comparing and contrasting yours and mine. Yours was better, but you came prepared. Mine was awful. And it's because I was like, let's just jump in.
1: Well, again, part of that is how I play these games, anyways, because uh, just as a tangential but related thing, I don't build my own decks in Hearthstone. I'm a filthy net decker. I go to TempoStorm.com or HS Freeplay, and I look for the build. And so when it comes to heroes, I've got Icy Veins open whenever I'm playing a new hero. I was doing this with Kira. I was doing this with Anduin earlier today. Only the like handful of heroes that I know backwards, forwards, inside, out, Stitches, Brightwing, Vala, Murky, Muradin at this point to a little bit lesser extent, do I not have a buildup looking at that. When it's one of the reasons why I have two monitors. So I can always have a build up and make sure that I've got some cohesion to what I'm doing.
0: So I agree that, you know, there's definitely the builds to go after. And, um, you know, doing the research and everything uh, will certainly help your experience go better. However, there is a certain point where understanding any hero to a certain extent involves experimenting. And, you know, like when I would play Brightwing, understanding what build to use when against what heroes, and that the stock build is not always the best thing to go a hundred percent of the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And like- so yeah, it's certainly great for the first game but I find that if I really want to master a hero, I have to experiment. And I have to see uh, how these talents and mechanics are really working.
1: I would agree. And I would think that that's one of the reasons why people should make more use of training and AI before they take a new hero into quick match, unranked, so on and so forth. Because I think that's where the experimentation really should begin. When I played hero... Kira- I- In AI, I I didn't use the build.
0: Mm. Well, and I was going to say, like what I did, just picking up here, I should just go into AI because I didn't even know the basics. But I would argue that I find out the most about what works when I can't predict what the enemy is going to do. Because with the AI, at a certain point you just you know where they're gonna walk, you know how they're gonna behave, you know what they're gonna do, and that lack of um surprise, you could formulate a build that is just not gonna work. Um but like when I started playing Orphea, no idea how Orphia's mechanic work or how um You know, her Q worked with the backing up and and escape and and all that stuff. And, you know, the resetting of it with the talent um, when you hit a hero. I kind of got that in try mode and then worked my way to AI. And then once I figured out how to basically use her abilities, I went into QM and I just started playing around. And Mm -hmm. I did try the standard build at the time. And I did not like it. I did. It would not work for me. And so I went for Q build. And I also went for that um, ability where the chomp monster just chomps while you're standing in it and it'll stop chomping once everyone moves out. Mm -hmm. That talent was so unpopular. I got so much use out of it because people had not encountered the ability they thought if, that it was some timer they didn't realize that you had to move out of it in order for it to stop so i had phenomenal fun in team fights of just wiping people because they had never seen the talent cuz no one took it
1: um, well, it's kind of it's kind of easy because in at high levels everyone really kind of Pooh poohed that ultimate because the crushing ultimate was so much better because it comes equipped with a stun and that's great for setting up your wombos. So,
0: yeah, yeah, all it,
1: right. So, getting back to Kira, do you think she's warrants the ban? No, let her through.
0: I uh, see the thing is though, I the Kiras I've been seeing, and these aren't the high level Kiras. I feel like she's not that much of a threat. I think that if you got your poly, you got some stuns, you got some crowd control, uh, that she is something that you can uh, blow up.
1: I would generally agree. I would say if someone's going to first pick Kira, your two picks afterwards should be Muradin and Uther.
0: Yeah, I just... I just Just think that um, she was overpowered there Mm -hmm. and she has been nerfed and brought in line. And if I recall, it was more of a bug that was happening with her abilities or talents. I didn't follow it that closely. So I apologize. I should have, but um, I just know that that was nerfed. And so Now she just doesn't seem like the threat she was in the beginning. And I also think that the player base at the level that we're at uh, are not that proficient with her. They don't really know what to do with her. And, you know, I noticed you swinging behind the enemy towers like I had uh, warned you about.
1: Now, to be fair, to be fair, that was because I hooked Lenara and she used her twenty percent movement speed and hopped me right behind the tower. And there, I, when I hooked her, she wasn't anywhere near the tower.
0: Uh huh. Uh huh. And then uh-huh. I ended up
1: behind the tower because Lunara is a deer, and she's evil. And I wish more people on my team would pick Lunara instead of Li Ming because <laughs> I'm really tired of Li Ming. But that's beside the point. Although I did have a really great Li Ming it, in a quick match today. So let me back cl- off the Li Ming hit
0: it's amazing how easy to do that. Mm
1: -hmm. Yep. So Kira is fun. She's definitely a fun hero. And I think that, I think that as we play her more, we're going to like her more. I think that she's going to settle nicely into the meta. Uh, We want to move on because we're 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 trying two new segments this week and if you like them let us know you can tweet us at q for fun or email us at qforfun fun at gmail.com but we're going to start out with something that next week we hope to have a bumper for and it's yeah i'm working on it i just didn't get it done this week sorry but this week we're starting
0: so am i going to be doing this every week
1: I think that the, there's lots of things we can do with this if you wanted to do this every week since you're the one who watches Reddit.
0: Well, I had only come up with this as a one-time daily thing. Yes, but so. I'd written
1: but independently of that, I'd written Brightwing News Network for you to just fill in whatever you want to talk about oh, in okay. regards for this. So, so this, ladies okay. and gentlemen, is the BNN, the Brightwing News Network.
0: And it kind of rolls off your tongue, doesn't it? Here now on. on the BNN,
1: the Bright Wing News Network, we have a happy eaten leg of uther.
0: Oh, this is going to be great news! I'm going to watch this news.
1: It's fake <laughs> news. It's totally fake no, news. No,
0: no, it's not. That is a real no, no. leg of uther. It's, I'm munching it's, on. It's
1: it's fake news.
0: <laughs> yeah, right, right. So, okay. I have a topic the headliner for this week and it's almost kind of going to be like a what is that buzzfeed clickbait article
1: yes right so yeah it's would you the- like me would you like me to introduce the topics and then you can oh, go okay. off on each of them so this uh, week on the Brightwing wing sure? news network our intrepid fairy dragon reporter would like to talk to you about the top five hero misconceptions
0: so these are things that I have either totally screwed up and messed up myself because I, A, don't read or B, pay attention, or I've seen other people, A, not read or B, pay attention. So one of the top mess ups is stealthies, number five, coming at number five, stealthies, you can be seen.
1: Now, in the previous iteration of stealth, if you were doing it right, there was a very, very slight shimmer. This was actually a feature at BlizzCon, for those of you who don't remember. And the change to stealth now means that we can always see a stealthy unless they've recently gone into stealth via an ability where they have one second of true stealth, or if they hold still for one second, then they can become completely invisible. But there's
0: some people who... Either they're used to the old way or, you know, they're just ignorant. I don't know. But they, like, run around you and it's like, I can see you. And then you, like, flomp them. And then they're, like, surprised. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know? So, uh, yeah. Nova, Zeratu, tool Samuro, we can see you guys.
1: Valera, well, we can definitely see you. It's kind of hard to miss you in those garish outfits.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, so coming in at number four, Kira's grappling hook. Okay. Uh, So me, I kept hitting that D and being like, what? Why am I not being pulled? And uh, it has to hit the train.
1: It has to hit the train, or it can actually be used to pull you to another person if you hit them with that.
0: Yeah, so those white lines that you see around the environment, if -hmm. you hit that, it'll pull you to that. So what I had done is at the starting gate, I deed myself to the starting gate. And so it pulled me forward and I was like, Oh, I know how to use this. And then throughout the game, I did not know how to use it. I was trying to do it like a Sonya pool. Um, And it's also me reading other people's comments and them saying, Oh wow! How amazing! Kira gets Sonia's pull without needing a talent. Well, that's yeah. not true.
1: Yeah, because Sonia doesn't get that automatically. You have to take a talent with Sonia to get that.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. So, for
1: those of you who'd forgotten that as well, I will say that Kira's grappling hook is really easy to misjudge how close you are to the train, and you've got to be on it. If you're if if you miss it, you miss it, and it sucks because it has a long cooldown.
0: Yeah. Okay, so coming in at number three. Mm -hmm. uh, Nazebo's Soul Harvest.
1: I know nothing about Soul Harvest. Please tell us what Soul Harvest is.
0: So it's this ability when you have enemies around you, it'll increase your, uh, I believe it's spell power by a certain percentage. But what's so funny is I have seen so many Nazebos hit the talent, see the little puffs of... Like gas or spirit suction, whatever you want to call it, that effect, and nothing is around them. And I was actually on voice once in QM with the Nazebo, and it was jovial. We were all like joking around, and we were doing the boss, and the Nazebo pressed soul harvest, and not anywhere near the boss, no enemies around. And I'm like, What are you doing? And he's like, "Solar, you know, I hit my solar harvest." And I'm like, "Uh, "There's nothing around you." And he's like, "No, it gives you spell." And I was like, "No, you need to be around enemies. Read the tooltip." And he's like, "Oh, so." If it happened to him, and I've done it myself when I first started playing Nazebo, not realizing that you need, you can do it with minions or the boss or mercs or whatever, any enemies, but something has to be around you, and the more, the better. So So to read
1: the tooltip in its entirety, soul harvest, cooldown 15 seconds, activate to increase Nazebo's health and spell power by 7% for each nearby enemy, up to a maximum of 35% lasts 15 seconds you can be hitting soul harvest repeatedly in a team fight right and it's great
0: right it is but they have to be within the the parameter limits Mm -hmm. of the the soul harvest uh so yeah i mainly it's people not realizing that you need an enemy within that circle around you in order to get the benefits. And you can't just hit it whenever and that it will work.
1: Or you can hit it whenever and then complain when you die.
0: Right. Okay. Number two Asmodan's Demon Lieutenant.
1: Now you can only put this in the lane you're in, right? Right. No, you're
0: no, no. You're 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 pulling my leg. You're pulling my wing.
1: I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm in Ann Arbor. You're in Chicago. I can't reach that far.
0: You know, you have your ways. So I do not doubt. Anyway. So just like Ann was saying, you can put this demon in other lanes and silly me. When I first picked a basmadan and I'm strutting down that lane and I'm like, I'm going to send up my demon Lieutenant. Here I go. Hit my D and he went out in front of me i just thought it was like within cast range and then when i saw lieutenant demon in another lane and Asmodan was mid i was like oh my god mind blown
1: yep i actually in the one quick match game i played today had a fantastic Asmodan through his demon lieutenant no wait sorry this was the hero league game I, the storm league game i was playing he was fantastic. He was dropping his, his demon in other lanes, and it allowed us to back out, get camps, because demon lieutenant soaks experience.
0: Yep. It's very helpful. I mean, that's one of the ways that allows Asmodan to split push so well.
1: Yep. So All what's right. your number one hero misconception? Number
0: Excuse one. Me. Number Zegara, one with a bullet. Zagara creep. Okay. This... Tell us
1: what what is the misconception about Zagara's creep?
0: Okay, so when you play Gazara uh, wow, Gazara. Gazara. Gazara.
1: Gazara. <laughs> when,
0: when you play her, Gazara. The, the brood mother. Uh you have your D, and that's to lay out your creep, and you see the little like circle blob, and it has a little health bar, and you put it all down, you lay it all down, get your network going. Um, so the enemy team doesn't see that health bar um, after so many seconds. Like when you lay it, when you initially lay it down, they can see the health bar and they can uh, you know, auto it. They can do whatever to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but after a certain while, it disappears and it just looks like a purple mesh on the ground. And a lot of people fighting against Zagara don't realize how to clear creep, or how to take care of it. And some heroes, it's really difficult. They don't always have an ability to uh, reveal it.
1: Um, so the way the way that I've always cleared creep is to drop an AOE near the center or aim a skill shot towards it, and then follow up because once you hit that creep tumor, you can see it again, and then you can auto-attack it. Is that accurate?
0: Right, yeah, you're explaining it perfectly. And you try and look for the center of it. Like, you try and look for the outer edges of the creep, and then... It it takes a little practice, but then you figure out about how far in should be the invisible circle.
1: And and this is where as creative as a Zagara player, you have to be very creative about how you lay your creep to try and hide where that is.
0: Right. So it becomes very frustrating to try and clear your creep. But I, I do have to say that this is one that's, I think, really awful. Um, a mechanic that is really nefarious in the fact that there's no real tool tip to read about this. Mm-hmm. Like y- you have to kind of through trial and error, figure out what abilities can and can't use. You can and can't use to clear a creep. Um, y- you know, it's just not a very straightforward mechanic by any means. And so most new players especially think that it's just this magical growth that appears and disappears. And probably not until they see other teammates clearing the creep do they realize that they can. It's kind of this um mechanic that you have to learn by just by observation and there is no formal instruction in game on how to deal with it
1: yep and clearing creep is like problem number one against the zagara because as a, as a zagara player if you're getting that creep down You've got vision all over the place. You mm-hmm. know where people are and you know when they're coming for you because you can see them because Creep reveals everything. And so you have to clear Creep. Otherwise, Zagara just becomes a push monster and she just wins games.
0: Yeah. And, you know, she can get her night. network down. I mean, she'll just be all over the place. Mm-hmm. And it's very frustrating when you're playing... A hero that doesn't deal with creep very well um one of them being like tracer um the if i'm not mistaken the only way that tracer can actually deal with creep is through her ultimate
1: pretty much yeah and what a
0: totally inefficient way to clear creep if you have to use your ult
1: And then if you're taking Nidus and then you take the talent that also gives you armor on creep, Zagara just really just makes Tracer's Day miserable.
0: Yeah. So those are the top five hero misconceptions. And hopefully after listening to this and learning about this, the takeaway can be that you're a better player and you're going to have more fun in your games.
1: The real takeaway is that we all make these mistakes. So, did you
0: make them? Which ones did you make?
1: I've never made the soul harvest mistake because I go full spider build. So I'm a terrible person already. So I do spider. Co- I do spider colony um, at 16 on the So that's why I didn't know what soul harvest was. Uh, I have made the mistake with the demon lieutenant. I made the grappling hook mistake only because I misjudged where things were. I've made lots of mistakes with stealthies because I keep on trying to click them to auto attack them when they're in stealth when I'm on something like Vala. Mm. And um, I've been too obvious with laying my Zagara creep. But since she's one of the first heroes I played, I knew how to clear creep because I watched people clear it on me.
0: Yeah. yeah, And that's frustrating.
1: It is. (laughs) It is. Cigar why is, is it
0: gone? I just laid it all down.
1: <laughs> and they just they come through and they just hoover it on up like plain Mario Sunshine.
0: So I have a question. Did you realize that the enemy team can't see the circle for your creep? The health bar? Yeah. Okay.
1: Because I saw it in other games when I was when I played against cigars this is back in the days where you'd always get mixed mix match mirror, uh, mirror, mirror matches, matches. Yeah, yeah and you'd, you'd actually frequently go up against another cigar and quick match it was interesting
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know how
1: else to put it so confusing
0: whose creep is whose creep
1: <laughs> I make I make a ton of mistakes along these lines so let's move on that was the Brightwing News Network, and each week, hopefully, Brightwing uh, Royalite will be taking you through what she thinks are newsworthy items because she is willing to go into the Heroes of the Storm Reddit. I'm not. No,
0: it's not that scary.
1: I'm not willing to go to Reddit.
0: I mean, maybe it's my murderous streak,
1: but. you just you just in there with that hive of scum and Linny. Actually, so do I, so I, should, I don't know why I'm bagging on it so badly. But let's move on. This is q for fun and we like to talk about things that are fun in the game, but we also like to talk about things that can be improved. To that end, let's talk about what's fun and what's not. So first, Royalite, what is fun right now in the game?
0: So I've mentioned this before. I really like the change to rank. It really reduced a lot of my rank anxiety, And I'm just looking to get the wins to get the rewards. And Mm -hmm. up or down, who cares? I have a goal. So I like that. I also have been dusting off my fairy wings and pulling out the bright wing and phase shifting and soothing misting and just falling back in love with myself again.
1: So you're playing with yourself.
0: Yeah, is there a problem with that?
1: You you're enjoying playing with yourself.
0: Yeah, I'm fun to play with.
1: There's no problem with any of this. I don't think any of our listeners will find anything at all that's a problem with you playing with yourself.
0: I see the mistake is you assume we have listeners.
1: We have someone who's listening. <laughs>
0: I think it's you. <laughs> uh,
1: it's not me. It's decidedly not me. I can barely I can barely listen to the show to edit it.
0: Yeah, I'm just oh. giving you a hard time about it. But to our listener, we love you.
1: Yes, we do. Thank you so much. So, Brightwing, um, you, you had actually had some problems getting back into Brightwing. Are you finding that you're making your peace with the with the uh, rework?
0: Yeah, I I know that everyone felt that the rework was for the better. But the, the thing is, when you spend an exorbitant amount of time just mastering and knowing the ins and outs and the timing, just on everything, on what to do on certain maps and when to do it, To throw a wrench into that and say, here you go. You know, Arcane Flare is different with the speeds, but guess what? People still see what the rings are and where it's going to go. Like, you know, and then, oh, but Chromie, we don't get to know where her stuff's going to land. You know, surprise with her. But for you, it's going to be this gigantic, still pretty slow announcement it's yeah there was just a lot of like frustration and um y- you know it's i knew what was going to have to happen it was i'm i was going to need to put in the time to relearn basically how to play quite differently than what i did before because mm-hmm. when i pulled her out and tried to do the same tricks and everything and I used to be able to like just control the macro game and control the micro game and then not being able to control the macro game as well. And, and a lot of that wasn't so much with the rework that was more so with the uh, minion and XP changes that were done that came out around the same time that, um, you know, like Bribe wasn't as effective just suddenly I found myself not being able to carry in snowball games like I used to. And that was just all very frustrating. And so I shelved her for quite a while. And now I'm finding that I am falling in love with myself again. And I enjoy playing with myself again.
1: Well, we're all happy to hear that. It's very important news. So I'm still enjoying team league and unranked draft because I like to, to practice. And you don't actually want to take tanks into QM usually because if you take a tank into QM, there seems to be this thing where you're going to get paired with another tank. And
0: why is that a bad thing?
1: Because you get these weird heavy melee comps, and for some reason, Kalthos on the other side. Oh, so it's yeah. rough. Yeah, no, rough. I, I kind of see, see what
0: you mean. Like, but- you get heavy melee against a mage and the mage mm-hmm. is like, I'm just gonna blow you all up.
1: Yep, and get a, get a two-level lead early in the game because you keep on telling people get away, get away, get away, get away, and they keep But anyways, getting back to the to are what celebrating what's actually fun is it is really easy to find really good people in in um unranked and storm league because you can just go in Solo, play one good game and you will get a good game. At this point, I've had no problem getting good games. Even losses have been pretty good. And then everyone's like, "Hey, want to pair up?" Yeah. Well, let's also ask that person on the other team, and it's really easy to start getting a snowball going from that. And so I think that I think that it's that while we're still lacking clans, we're still lacking a lot of. In-game support for finding groups.
0: I don't think it's coming.
1: I don't care if it's coming or not. I've given up (laughs) It wasn't wasn't that important to me to begin with Mm -hmm. We still have enough in-game tools not to mention just being nice in the draft and nice during game is Enough to actually find other people to play with and then you can start rolling down the hill and just racking up wins. I've been having a great time just going into Unranked, going into QM, starting my first game solo. And by the end of the first game, I've got a bunch of people who are, okay, let's go. We've all got our roles. We all know what we want to play. And we can do that. And it is it is still important. It is still important to find people who like to play roles. I think that's really yeah. What's helped. If someone's like, well, I will only play these three heroes and there are three different roles that person and sorry, please go to quick match. That's where you belong. And I'm not saying that is a negative thing, I'm saying that's where you're gonna be able to play the heroes you like. Yeah. But if you're gonna play the team game and you're gonna play in unranked and storm league, you gotta really fit into roles. And it helps so much. And and most people who are in unranked and uh and storm league right now are really willing to do roles, are really willing to to do it, and really willing to fit themselves into it. So right now, I think we both can agree that Storm League and Drafted in general is just fun. You know, I
0: hear what you're saying and it sounds so great and I want to be able to do it. And yet, I have not been able to get the kind of groups going that you have. So I think... That I would like to really dust off an old account and jump into ranked with you. I that's my my dream.
1: We'll have to do that. Yeah, we'll have to to do some of that because I
0: want to see these groups that you're discovering.
1: (laughs) Well, the other thing is, I don't threaten to murder people and eat them.
0: Oh, really?
1: It turns out
0: people don't like that.
1: People don't like that.
0: But, but, you know, murder's so much fun. Why do they have to be such Debbie Downers?
1: I don't know. I I, I get there's something about dying that people don't like. I'm just just saying.
0: I think if you haven't been stabbed, you should try it. You might like it.
1: No. Okay.
0: You know, you're missing out here.
1: Speaking of things that are not fun, what's not been fun? in heroes for you recently.
0: I feel so lost in the meta and I don't think I'm the only one. I think that banning and heroes being picked and ranked and by other players are more comfort. And um, I just feel like with the loss of hot slogs, and I really shouldn't say, I guess the loss, but like with it not being updated, it's still looking for a home. Um, I just feel like I don't know as much. And I know that there are other sites out there. Like I think there's heroes profile, um, hero share there. There's a bunch out there and they've been out there for a while, but I don't feel like they're informing me as well as hot slogs. Like I, and I think it's more of, cause I've been so comfortable and accustomed to hot slogs, that using something else, maybe I feel a little lost, but I still don't feel like there's enough uploading going on in general for these sites to have the most accurate data and what's going on and what we can achieve. So I just feel really lost in the meta. I, I felt this after we lost esports and I'm really feeling it now with hot slugs not being updated.
1: I think that we're we're seeing this effect uh, happen because I'm still seeing people harsh on Diablo. Now I'm mm-hmm. still a fan of banning Diablo because he's the tank people are most comfortable playing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but he sucks, and it pains me to say that because he's my second most played character after Brightwing. Mm-hmm. But he sucks. He's so easy to just tear apart if he's not in a coordinated group. And literally every other solo tank is better. Mm-hmm. Every, I mean, the only tank who's not a better tank than Diablo right now is Blaze, but that's because Blaze can't solo tank. And it's just it's awful that people are still like, oh, Diablo's so bad, Diablo's so bad. I stood in his lightning breath with Malganus and laughed. Mm-hmm. It did nothing to me. It, it made no difference. And then we murdered. So you're right. Murder is fun. Um,
0: yes. <laughs> but, Welcome yeah. to the dark side. <laughs> but
1: everyone's lost in the meta because everyone's meta is old. And Like when I was telling someone, if you want to ban Diablo, I think it's a good ban because of all the reasons just said. But then I also said, he sucks. And they're like, what, did he get nerfed? And it's like, yeah, he's been nerfed three times since January. Yeah, He's been nerfed three times since January, and people don't know that because it turns out even fewer people are staying up on the patch notes in the meta. And it's really hard to communicate this to people who just who just remember Diablo being this terror. And I'm sorry, but the Lord of Terror is back to being the Lord of Tickles.
0: Yeah, and I agree with you with people not reading up on the patch notes and stuff because you saw that with Kira. Like mm-hmm. people after she was nerf like still talking about how she was so op and it's like guys they they fixed that bug so yeah no i i see what you're saying so so how do you what's not fun for you
1: i can't believe i have to talk about this i'm i can't i can't believe i have i can't believe it's 2019 and i have to talk about Okay, and what's I that? mentioned this. I mentioned this briefly on Twitter. You can go back and find this tweet from the 21st of August, which is just a couple of days ago. We're in game, and this is this is someone from my friends list. This is not someone who um, really. Yeah, well, it was a friend of a friend. I think I'm not. I'm sure it's. Um, it might not be the person who was a friend of mine who I took off my friends list for other reasons. Um, but this was someone who decided to complain about something he didn't like in the game. And I I don't remember what it was he was complaining about because what the way he chose to complain about it just made me see red. And he started referring to things as being gay as being bad. And I said, so when you say that's gay, you mean it's good, right? He's like, no. And I'm like, then don't talk to me. Uh
0: huh.
1: And wow. I can't
0: believe this. So,
1: 2019.
0: Okay, hold on. You're in the character selection screen. No,
1: now. we're in game.
0: Well, no, no, hold on. And this little box appears, and it says da a person wants to join your team. And you click OK. And now you're with this person, and you hit start, and you go? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Wow. And... So, and we're in game, and this person is complaining about something that happened with Nerf or something that's gay. And I'm just like.
0: Are they 12?
1: No, apparently not. Apparently, an adult sounded like an adult. And even if they're oh, 12, they're on still voice not an excuse. You. Yep.
0: So they're not typing this out. They're okay.
1: Yep, they're on voice because I'm, because again, this is friends. Warren comes, partied up. This person was in the party with one of my friends and I'm just like, and then he spends the entire time making a bigger deal out of it because he's like, well, my uncle is gay and he's saying, this is okay. I'm like, that doesn't making up a gay uncle to, to make your case for that. Just because that's.
0: And even if it was true, it's not like this uncle speaks for everyone else
1: yeah and it just like and yeah. then he, he keeps on asking me he keeps on asking me uh, repeatedly oh I, I, I just want to be friends with you and i hope you don't hate me now it's like and i don't like you to begin with because i didn't know you and i'm sorry if i don't know you i don't like you. it takes a while for people to warm up to me they usually have to threaten me with murder for that to happen oh um, good oh there you go but
0: <laughs> same with me <laughs> that's how you, you become know, my friend
1: <laughs> the language of fairy dragons but i you're not don't don't make up with me don't don't yeah bring it up don't be well, like oh are we friends are we okay. friends are we friends can, no can, we're not friends
0: can i be devil's advocate though
1: go ahead and be devil's advocate
0: okay well what i'm trying to say is like i i guess i'm a little relieved that at least he didn't continue to go down that path of not realizing the damage he did. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, hopefully, in the future, he starts to understand that this type of thinking is wrong and that you don't talk to even your friends this way. And you know what I mean? Like, hopefully, in the future, this experience is a growth experience. I I'm just so trying too. to like, you no,
1: know, no, 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 that's not, by the way, that's not devil's advocate. That's, that's scene glass half full. <laughs> devil's okay. advocate would be, would be if you're saying he did nothing wrong.
0: <laughs> oh no, 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 no. I I guess I'm so, uh, inexperienced with using these human, uh, what do you call them?
1: Analogies. Right no and i i unfriended the friend who invited me to the group not because of this but because every time he invites me to a group which is every time i log on it's always uh, a mess and i just i'm just like you know what i don't want to tell you i'm unfriending you but i'm unfriending you because it's always a mess and have fun (laughs) All right, we need to move on. We need to get, We need to get. We need to end this show on the right note. So, Twilight, who did you eat today?
0: Well, since everyone is going back to school and we're in the back to school spirit, I am eating Slacker Orphia.
1: Why are you eating Slacker Orphia?
0: Well, I just explained we're going back to school. The school buses. She's, you know, the high school thing.
1: You're eating a high school girl.
0: She has a locker on her back. Wait, what's the problem with eating a high school girl?
1: Oh, boy. We're stepping in again.
0: Okay. I don't... I feel (laughs) like there's something here that I'm missing. But can I just say that, you know, last episode, I ate Nova and... There were no weird comments when I did that. It was like, oh, what are you eating her with? You know? And now you're acting all kind of strange and I don't get what's the problem with eating Orphia.
1: There's no problem with eating Orphia. You're 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 killing her in Lane and you're devouring her like you
0: Chewing on her non on her bones. Arr-
1: so what do you pair Orphea with? What goes good with
0: Oh, you know that I have terrible tastes in wine.
1: Okay, so you just take a drink out of the fountain and choose some Orphia.
0: Yeah, it, it. You know, she is. I must admit, her. She's a little dry. So yeah, the fountain is a great kind of way to moisten things up.
1: I will say that Orphea is a character that, when we look at her skins, the skins that she deployed with are all very nice. Her base skins. Uh, her design is really good. The coffin I like and the high school slacker Orphea skins are are very cool too. I think I that love we need...
0: the I'm gonna interject real quick. I mm-hmm. love her chewing the bubblegum.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. And I think that we need more skins for Orphia. I think that we need more skins for a lot of characters. I think Brightwing. Skin... Yeah, I was about to say, I think we need a skin for Brightwing that's not a hat.
0: I'm, I'm just going to get hats. You know that, right?
1: It's awful. So.
0: It is what it is.
1: If you're not playing Orphea with the Slacker skin or looking through, because she has two other skins that cost 75 shards that are not the Slacker. One is an orange slight tint with a lot of grey. The other one is a green heavy skin that come that are in addition to her three base skins. Orphea's got a lot of skins you could be playing with and they're really good for skinnergy. In fact I even though I only play the um the spoiled slacker Orphea because it's the pink skin. And I play all the pink skins. <laughs> I do. Even I my even, even my stitches skin is the pink the, the pink bikini skitches.
0: Oh, I didn't realize that you know, I must admit, I'm so sorry. I'm always before a game looking through the skins and looking through the mounts to like work on my skinnergy. I rarely pay attention to yours, but I think that I need to start color coordinating with you better when we play.
1: I think that would that would definitely help our win rate. Although our win rates would be healthy yes. about fifty percent. So we're doing Oh, is
0: well. it? I I think we
1: are. Just recently. I,
0: well, the last game we played together was kind of fun.
1: Yep. It was frustrating, but it was very fun. <laughs> we won. Yeah, we yeah, had no you, business winning.
0: Well, no we did because we won know, the
1: game, but we should have lost the game by people's bad choices.
0: Well, cuz they they couldn't end the game. But no. that's We were dominating.
1: The we dominated whole game. the game. We absolutely dominated the game.
0: And we, you know, had a a, a flub. I think they teamed wiped just didn't they? And we and still won the game. And they should have won, but they were like, "Oh well." <laughs> when you pl- when you play at our level, which is, you know, I guess a mixture because you're bronze and I'm uh, plat, low plat, high gold. So the problem in my rank is people have no idea how to end the game. Yep. And so in that game, it clearly showed how no one had it from their team or our team. And we were like, we should end this game. And we try to end it. It's just us. And it's like, okay, we're not ending the game yep. because <laughs> our teammates yeah. have gone to go soak the lanes. And it's like, guys, we're a little twenty-five. We could we could end this. Four of them are dead. <laughs> you know? Yep. Like, just
1: go 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 poke the core for 30 <laughs> seconds. We win.
0: They went All they went top lane we had mid lane cleared mid lane cleared got the dragon and they went top lane to clear the is that the fort to clear yeah. the fort
1: and no yeah you, you had to clear the fort and then to push the keep on the bridge of doom where we could easily have been wiped and we lost two people to that
0: I mean, we're like we're getting that
1: <laughs> and then, they all just and then wasn't it, wasn't someone went back to try and get another kill?
0: Yeah, and they. Yeah, it was just like it was a horrible, horrible mess. And we're like, we have spent too much time in this game. Too much time.
1: Do was not it Damar- lose it. Was that Damartanus who is driving? Who is driving the uh, the dragon all the time and just?
0: Oh, he was team fighting.
1: He was he was team fighting with the dragon.
0: And all he had to we do had was like walk up the, and
1: hit the core.
0: Everything was down, right? And yeah, he's and he's team
1: fighting, fighting with, with the dragon. <laughs> and he's he, just
0: kicking them. <laughs>
1: the dragon chunks the core. After and we're like, go. Just go kick the <laughs> core. And, and people are
0: saying, core. <laughs> it, uh, it was funny. And he's like, no, I'd rather kick them all around. And he's kicking them behind us. <laughs> it was a
1: funny. Okay. Day. Let's let's wrap this show up. We have we have one community spotlight that I really think we have to do. On the 19th of this month, we're recording on the 23rd. Gankbush Squad announced that they will no longer be recording. That's right. One of the longest running Heroes of the Storm podcasts is Aww. done. You Aww. can go. They actually, they actually put the last episode out on August 16th. And it's called I Need a Reason to Live. Please mm. go listen to their episodes. They've done 174 episodes from wow. Gankbush Squad. You can find them at gankbushsquad.com. They are fantastic people. We wish them all the best in whatever yes. it is they choose to do. We hope they stay a part of the community. Okay, and... I have
0: a question real quick. Mm-hmm. Why?
1: I haven't listened to the episode yet. I've been so busy. You've got school coming oh. up and everything else. and just like... Yeah. I, I happen I to see you. this because Roe noted on on Twitter that we were down to three heroes podcast. It's mm-hmm. us into the Nexus and the Heroes Hearth uh Eye of the Storm podcast.
0: So maybe that's why we got our one listener.
1: That might be it. Um but yeah, we are we are just we're so I said to Gankbush Squad, on behalf of both of us, we salute your work and we carry on the fight because it's it's uh, unfortunate that they're leaving. And I also said, and I stand by this, and I, I, I know you do because you went and liked it. Um, just so we're clear, we'll keep recording on our busy schedules. It may be once a week. It may be twice a month. It may be three times a month. We'll see what happens until Blizzard shuts the servers down. Mm-hmm we're going to keep this going we believe in this community we believe in what this community can be and so basically
0: we like to talk to each other and do these episodes and then have no one listen to them and we don't even listen to them but we have a great time doing it
1: we do have a great time doing it (laughs) and we hope that if we get some more listeners off of the stunt we're about to pull which you'll be hearing about probably before you listen to this episode, because hopefully the stunt is what gets you to listen to this episode, that you'll really enjoy our content and that oh. you, will, you will reinvigorate the heroes community with us because we believe in this community.
0: See, now I get your trick. Yeah. Okay. Like lure me into self-confidence and start saying things in the recording that I wouldn't normally say because I think no one's listening.
1: Yeah, now people are gonna listen. I hope.
0: <laughs> ah, poop.
1: Yep. I take it all back. Your secret. Out.
0: Uh, well, at all least not right. my worst secrets. You know, us fairy dragons have a closet deep full of skeletons.
1: That's because you never throw anything away, and you keep and all we start, kills.
0: Yeah, we start collecting our murder. <laughs>
1: All right, so that is it for episode 12. You can find us all over social media. Royale, what are you doing over on your Twitter?
0: Uh, honestly, not much. I've been so busy. Uh, but I do try to post about patches and other news and uh, you know, just say hi to the people who are saying hi to me.
1: You can find Royalite at Royalite. You can find me at Anne with an E underscore least And I am doing all kinds of random things on Twitter. You can find the show at Q for fun on Twitter where we are posting about our desire to have people join us for pre-show and after-show games and people aren't responding, but hopefully that changes. And if you've got yes. questions for us, please email us at Q fun at gmail.com. That brings us to the end of a very long show, where we did a little bit more rambling, but I think our content is pretty good. I have a couple of swear words I need to go through and beep, which is the whole episode. I'm the one who said them, so you
0: got to pay for it. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, well, you know
0: what? Through this, I hope it motivates you more to work on your voice and get it it to the place where you want to be.
1: It motivates me. To make this an explicit podcast.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Roy I, I was trying to put the spin on it, but all right.
1: Roy Light, leave us out.
0: May the core fall in your favor.